Welcome back, Heming Brainiacs, to the podcast. Talking about... Oh, hang on, who are we talking about? John Wilmot, Earl of Rochester. Um, these were not the best poems. That was my honest opinion. Um, John Wilmot... Second Earl of Rochester was an English poet and courtier of King Charles in to his Restoration Court, says Swim. The Restoration reacted against the spiritual authoritarianism of the Puritan era. Oh yeah, a little update by the way. I'll just finish this comment and I'll give you the little update. Rochester embodied this new era and he became as well known for his rakish lifestyle as for his poetry. Although the two were often interlinked, he died as a result of a venereal disease at the age of 33. Um, the 2004 film The Libertine stars Johnny Depp as Rochester and John Malkovich as Charles II. Wow, okay, and there's a trailer for it. I'm going to watch that trailer. Okay. Seducing a woman, riding a horse and cart, being a visionary, having orgies. Weinstein Company presents. A lot of just old-fashioned wigs. Isn't it weird that you, there's films with, like, Johnny Depp and, um... Who was the other fellow? John Malkovich. That you've just never even heard of. And they are biopics of poets that I'd never heard of, to be honest. And really, I mean, my impression of these poems was that they weren't that good. But we've always loved the story of a rakish lifestyle. A bohemian sort of artist just kind of orgying their way through life and then dying at 33 from VD. Uh, Acoustic Eel says, we're getting towards... This is the update, by the way. We're getting towards the middle of the book, according to my ebook reader. Should we talk about what book we're going to read at the halfway point? We only have two choices, if I remember. Based on early discussions, says Swim, we are stopping the poetry once we get through Alexander Pope. We have 15 poets to go. The two books left are Hail and Farewell by George Moore, which is a semi-autobiographical account of Moore's time in Dublin in the decade prior to the outbreak of the Great War in the Irish Revolution, or Far Away and Long Ago by W.H. Hudson, which is a memoir which tells of the author's life until about age 17. The book develops two important themes, a boy's growing involvement with nature and his coming to terms with death. Look, they both sound pretty good to me. Dublin is a great place for an artist's romanticism to blossom. I think it's just such a it's such a beautiful but grim place that fertile ground for beautiful writing. And um, this memoir of a boy's growing involvement with nature and coming to terms with death sounds like a sort of a coming of age with a midlife crisis mixed in it at the same time somehow so they both sound cool to me um i would like to ask swim 
uh, what's your preference? Swim said the Mama Fisher. And I'm going gi- to give you the choice. I don't think anyone will begrudge me this. I know it's a bit of an honor for you to just choose the next book for us. But I want to do that as a thank you for being here every day and helping me uh, with these little dig-ups of the poets. Um, so, the ball's in your court, Swim says the Mama Fisher, and we will all acquiesce to your preference. And if anyone disagrees with that, then then bad luck. <laughs> there's only two books left, so look, it's not it's uh, it's not as if there's a huge choice. Um, okay, so let's read a poem, hey? Who's today's poet? Let me scroll down here. John Sheffield, Duke of Buckinghamshire. Born 1649, died 1720. First poem is called The Reconcilement. Come, let us now resolve at last to live and love in quiet. We'll tie the knot so very fast that time shall never untie it. The truest joys they seldom prove who free from quarrels live. Tis the most tender part of love, each other to forgive. When least I seemed concerned, I took no pleasure nor no rest, and when I feigned an angry look, alas, I loved you best. Own but the same to me. You'll find how blessed will be our fate. Oh, to be happy, to be kind, sure, never is too late. And another one for you. On one who died, discovering her kindness. Some vex their souls with jealous pain, while others sigh for cold disdain. Love's various slaves we daily see, yet happy all compared with me. Of all mankind I loved the best, and nymphs so far above the rest, that we outshined the blessed above, in beauty she as I in love. And therefore they, who could not bear to be outdone by mortals here, among themselves have placed her now, and left me wretched here below. All other fate I could have borne, and even endured her very scorn, but oh, thus all at once to find, that dread account both dead and kind. What heart can hold, yet, if yet I live, tis but to show how much I grieve. That's it for today. Thanks for listening, folks. See you tomorrow.